diversification is important. Risk management is important. Ongoing monitoring, like all three of those are crucial components of successful, aggressive investing. Welcome. I am Camilla Jeffs, a 20-year student of money. I'm an introvert who started out broke and full of fear. Fast forward to today, where I've conquered the secrets of getting my financial house in order, become a professional investor, and built a business that supports my family. And I'm going to show you exactly how I did it. We're going to talk about getting in the game as a real investor, building a business to support you, and passing on wealth strategies to the next generation. Think of this as your one-stop shop for all things money. This is the Quiet Wealth Podcast. I want to give a quick shout out to my podcast manager, Abby. If you're in need of help in launching and managing your own show, please reach out to her at productions at abbyguaki.com. I'll put her details in the show notes. She really is the best and I love her. Welcome back to the Quiet Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Camilla, and I'm so excited that you joined me today. Today is episode 90. How to be a more aggressive investor. Okay, first off, let's define aggressive. The first definition I found said ready or likely to attack or confront. Mm, Well, that's not super helpful. So, how about this one? Pursuing one's aims and interests forcefully. I'm going to say that one again. The definition of aggressive is pursuing one's aims and interests forcefully. Now, that's a definition I can get behind. So I talked earlier about the 60-20-20 diversity rule, where you invest 60% of your money in medium risk investments, 20% in low risk, and 20% in high risk, high return investments. So the standard investing advice looks like this. First, own a portfolio of widely diversified stocks and mutual funds, retirement accounts, and then move towards more bonds the closer to retirement you are. The second piece of standard advice is don't try to time the market. And then the third is never trade or sell, just set it and forget it. So this standard or average advice does well for investors with longer than 10 to 20 years. And it comes with a peace of mind approach, right? So it's one of those approaches that you can start in your 20s or 30s and you know, even in your 40s and just let it go. But what if you want above average returns? Can you do that in a smart way? So investing is a skill, just like running a business. You can learn to invest well and it will take some learning along the way. So I always encourage more aggressive investing within reason, and I'm here to teach you the tips and techniques. But first, here are some tried and true pieces of advice. Number one, take time to research and understand the market. The only way you can get above average returns is to have above average knowledge of the asset that you want to invest in. So do things like read and research articles, consider alternate angles, 
talk to more people, do more homework, listen to podcasts, read books, join investment groups. And then you can go and talk with the people about what they are doing so you can understand them. Second piece of advice is to invest more than money. Invest your time. Just like if you want to play above average music, you got to put in the time and practice. The same goes for investing. If you want to invest in an above average way, you got to put in some time to understand your investments. And then the third piece of advice is to pick one or a few things to do really well. So for me, a bulk of my money has been and always will be in real estate because that's what I've become good at. Yeah, I still have mutual funds and retirement accounts, but I don't have crypto because I don't understand it yet. I might dig into it and research and learn it more, but you can't possibly learn, understand, and research everything. So pick a few things to get really good at. All right. So if you're ready to dive into more aggressive investing, I'm going to give you 12 examples of different strategies and assets that you could do. Now, don't get overwhelmed by 12 examples. Remember, the advice is to pick one or a couple to do really well. So when I go through this list, I want you to really hone in on what are the ones you already know, because those are the ones that are is easiest to continue to learning more about. And then what are the ones that pique your interest? That sound, hmm, that's, that sounds very interesting. Okay. So number one is stocks of small cap and growth companies. Now, investing in stocks of smaller companies or those with high growth potential can be aggressive, but these companies often have higher volatility and and the potential for significant price appreciation. The second one is emerging market equities. So if you invest in stocks from emerging markets, that's like those in developing countries, there is a lot of more increased economic and political risks associated with these regions, but again, could equal high return. Third strategy is high yield or junk bonds. High yield bonds, sometimes they're known as junk bonds. They offer higher interest rates to compensate for the increased risk of default. So investing in these bonds can be aggressive, but again, provides higher yields. Number four, leveraged ETFs. So an ETF is an exchange-traded fund. So they use financial derivatives to amplify the returns of an underlying index or asset, but they're really designed for short-term trading. And these can result in big gains or big losses. Number five, cryptocurrencies. My daughter likes crypto because she's a computer science grad and that's all the computer science people love crypto. So cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Ethereum, these are considered aggressive due to their extreme price volatility and their speculative nature. Number six is options and derivatives trading. So if you engage in options and derivatives trading, this involves making bets on the future price movements of underlying assets. Again, can lead to significant gains, but also involve substantial risk. Number seven, venture capital and private equity. So this is where you invest in startups 
or private companies can be highly aggressive because these investments often lack liquidity, meaning they don't have much cash. They have really high failure rates, but they offer the potential for substantial returns if successful. A venture capitalist that I was speaking with the other day, he says, you know, of, of the 10 investments that he makes, nine have fail, but the one that does well is usually a 100x return, makes up for the nine that fail. So very high risk, right? And you have to be willing to have nine failures to have one super successful investment. Number eight, day trading and active trading. So now day trading, active trading, that involves making frequent buying and selling decisions in pursuit of short-term profits. This is a super aggressive strategy and it requires significant market knowledge and discipline to buy and sell. It's it's like a job. Some people that do it, they it's like a game for them and it's a it's a fun game for them and they do really well at it. Number 9, margin trading. So this is borrowing money to invest in the market on margins. It's a pretty aggressive strategy, but it could potentially lead to a margin call. Number 10, aggressive asset allocation. So you could allocate a significant portion of your portfolio to high-risk assets like stocks, REITs, which is a real estate investment trust, or commodities. Number 11 is highly concentrated portfolios. So this is when you decide to have your portfolio concentrated in a few select assets or sectors. So maybe you think the energy sector is really great investment. And so you put almost all of your money into the energy sector rather than diversified it across other asset classes. It can be considered aggressive, but again, if you have the knowledge and you know what's going on in the energy world, maybe you worked in there for 20 years and you understand it, go for it. And finally, number 12, speculative real estate investments. Now, a speculative real estate is like properties in emerging markets or high-risk developments. Those could be considered speculative, but it's an aggressive way to be able to pursue potential high returns. So it's important to note that while aggressive investing can yield higher returns, it also carries a higher risk of financial loss. So you have to carefully consider your risk tolerance, your goals, your time horizon before adopting aggressive investment strategies. So diversification is important. Risk management is important. Ongoing monitoring, like all three of those are crucial components of successful aggressive investing. And additionally, consulting with a financial advisor can always provide very valuable guidance when pursuing these strategies. And only do your aggressive investing with 20% of your funds. I'm going to teach more strategies coming up in the podcast, different strategies to invest. And I have some amazing guests that are coming on as well to help you understand this whole world of aggressive alternative investments. So that's all I have for you today. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining me on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other episodes. While you're there, 
be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, much success.